I'm Haley. <laughs> I'm Amanda. And, and we're, we're Haley and Amanda. This is us right here. Hey y'all. On NBC. This is us. What? <laughs> no. You better make up our own acronym. Um, not. What's not? Broadcasting. Oh, I thought the acronym was going to be Centrally. something. No. <laughs> okay, I'm very confused. I thought the new NBC. acronym was going to be not. Like, oh, knowing our time. Knowing our time would be K. <laughs> I was like, I'm so embarrassed. Um, so today, spelling bee. <laughs> failed. Amanda's not winning it. <laughs> um, what we're talking about today is very exciting and we're going to hop into it. It's about social media, which is a love-hate relationship. Love, hate, hater of love, love, hate, hater, hater of love. Anyways, um, we're going to get into that in just a second, but we want to remind you guys that we're about to release our, our new podcast name and branding, which we're super, super excited about in the next week, really. It's, I know. it's one week until we do it. It'll be the next episode. Yes, next episode. So if you are not subscribed to the Haley and Amanda podcast, you should go ahead and right, do it because that. follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on, on uh, podcast, Apple Podcasts. Because the name is going to change and if you're subscribed, well, you'll just see our new name and you'll already be subscribed. But if you're not, then obviously... You'll have to search for it. Yeah, but we'll help okay. you. Yeah. So, we're going to have the name change next week, release it. We also new had branding. a great photo shoot this past week that was no. so fun with the Sea of it's Love. It's been a great week. Really great. Lots of cool stuff with the podcast coming up. And we just also want to say thank you for taking the time to be with us today and for listening and sharing your time with us. It means a lot to us in this podcast and our dreams. Well, we think that this episode is actually really going to enlighten, benefit all of us because it's a conversation that I think we all want to have, sometimes we have, we think about a lot because social media is such a huge part of our lives. And so uh, we really hope that you benefit from this because it's a conversation we've been having and preparing for and it's been enlightening and yeah, and good to, to think about. So one of Haley and I's big things is that we want to be a bright spot in the world. We want to be, um, when someone interacts with us, they leave feeling better. You know, and that's, and not fake better. Like not, not like we're fake positive, which right. we just listened to yeah. a great, oh, I was about sorry. To say. Yeah. We just listened to, um, oh my gosh, Susan David, Dr. Susan David. Um, she deals with emotional agility and it's a, it's an interview with Brene Brown on her podcast and it's all about toxic positivity, yes. which is about using positivity to be inauthentic yeah and to numb yourself right to like just say to act like everything's fine when it's not and you are you might be going through something really difficult or you're comparing it to someone else who you think their thing is more difficult than your thing and or that it's like a rim like it's a remedy positivity yeah. is not a remedy yeah it's not and so she's she was kind of saying people who are like i'm just gonna say my affirmations to get through the day and, and oh you're sad well what are you grateful for? Right, right. I, I re highly recommend. It's on the Dare to Lead podcast. So that um, that's not what we mean. That's not what we mean whenever we say when people interact with us that we're a bright spot. It's more so that, like one thing as being a teacher, one of the things that um, 
makes my job feel really purposeful is that when I see students from past years, when I see them out in the world, um, they approach me excited because they know that they're going to have a good encounter with me because they know I am an, um, I don't know what the right word is, but, but that I'm a good person. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. know they're excited to see me and they bring energy, I think, to seeing me because they know what kind of energy I always brought to them. So even this past weekend, my husband and I were walking down Bishop Arts and this girl, because everybody's wearing a mask, mm -hmm. don't know anyone. This girl, Melissa, she's a former student. She goes, Miss Paige! <laughs> she screamed at me mm -hmm. and she was like, oh my gosh, I just want to hug you. And she, she was like so sweet. And she was like, I loved being around her. I miss you. And I, I just, I want that to be people's experiences with me because I think that so many of us unintentionally are so distracted. We're so focused and well, and you don't realize what you're saying is that you're leaving a mark on people, whether it's positive or negative, whether it's authentic or inauthentic and people pick up on that. You know, it, what you're doing and what you're saying and your presence in the world there's a quote in a simpler way, the book we love, that says the environment is created by your presence in it. Yes. And I think we all just think we're these isolated little bubbles and we can go around doing whatever we want, saying whatever we want, acting however we want, our face can look however it wants, can say whatever we want on social media, and it's not affecting people, but we have a, which I think it's an opportunity, it's a it's positive like we, thing. We have a carbon footprint. Right. But yeah. with our, with our emotions and personalities right. and, and, uh, in our episode with Nancy wonder, which, um, I don't know if you have listened to it or not, but something that really came out in that episode is my why was really articulated very well in that episode about that. I want to be the good in the world. And I think, you know, I've talked many times about my grandfather who is like this for spurring me on every mm -hmm. day that after his passing, um, just experiencing him and living with him for those few years that I had at the end of his life and seeing his genuine goodness towards people and them, see, seeing the legacy he left behind with even people today. Um, By being just a, a simple good, good person. person yes right. it it really spurs me on and it's it's like i feel so deep down inside me that my purpose is to be the good to show people that there are good people and that they can be good people right and that a legacy because this was also articulated in that episode that a legacy doesn't have to be some big accomplishment that's fancy and famous for the world to see. It is something that is known and remembered and it's it's kind of a slow game. Yeah. It's like it's like a slow, patient, consistent, driving, pure force, which your grandfather, um, and I believe also my grandfather had a lot of that in him that really drive us forward. Yeah, and you know, we always talk about my grandfather, he was, he owned a grocery store, he was a butcher. And that's just not 
some high profile job. And you didn't go like anywhere and travel the whole world and like make all this. No, but literally, and this is what my, my family and I talk about this a lot that, um, cause he died at 90, um, well four, he was about to be 94. He, um, he outlived all of his friends, his like the, all of his friends that would be his age, but I lived with him the last couple of years of his life and he had a whole new group of people that were my dad's age and even people in my age group that were, he would meet every morning for breakfast at McDonald's with this group and he just had this presence in his community that he changed with. It wasn't like, oh, all my friends are dead. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back into my house and like he just continued to put goodness out there until the very end of his life. So even his funeral was so full of people mm -hmm. that were younger generations because they were all still affected by him. It wasn't like his legacy stopped at a certain age. And so that's just really inspiring. And it's something that I think about a lot. Um, and it goes perfectly in conjunction with kind of the opposite of that that's kind of out in the world right now especially with social media it feels and and also we're going to explain that we don't feel like social media is a bad thing no we but, think it can be really helpful but it is especially now a days it's not this slow long pure simple game and it's not it, it, i'm not saying that people aren't authentic but it's more it's loud people feel like they can say whatever they want to say and they the relationships that you make online you're they're so sometimes you don't even know who this person is maybe you've never even met them yeah so what we want to talk about is this this dichotomy right this this wanting to be a bright spot in the world be this good force that is not artificial, right? That's genuine. That ta that takes very much time to establish. And yet we're also living with this very present social media um, in our lives that is quick, boiled down. You have this Think many about words flipping in a, through a story. You have this many words in a tweet. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, your stories are fast. Click, 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 click clicking through everything. And so it's, it's these very two different ways of 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 approaching uh relationships and they they each they each have their benefits and um we're going to talk about how but how social media can also be um a negative thing too i mean we think it's not all bad but there's a lot of negative too that we want to talk about so first off the reason why i brought up the whole being good and being a bright spot in the world is because that's what we pray and hope this podcast is oh my god i know every week we want to be this this little spot on the podcast world where it's bright and sunny and not artificially but like you can mm -hmm. we can all learn together and laugh together and feel like we're trying to become the best versions of ourselves together and um and like an a long ongoing conversation that we want to have with each other but we also want to have with you and we don't have any plan on stopping anytime soon right like we're in it for the long game so here's what we want to start out with about social media there are some positives right i think bringing awareness to different situations is a really big positive for instance 
I sometimes find out about things the very first on social media, like about George Floyd and about all of these things. People started hashtagging and um, it, everybody was reposting and that felt really like almost like a united force coming together to say this isn't right, we're against this. And so there, there's some really positive, powerful togetherness that can be created. And and it's good that it can happen fast. Yes. And loud. And like the, yeah, and that the news gets out there fast and it's, and it's loud. It can be viral. You can spread something important quickly. Right. And I think that that is definitely a positive. 100%. Now, I want to talk about some negatives. <laughs> Is that, so that's it for the positive? Well, we, we can maybe throw some others in it when we think of them. But one of the things is, specifically, I experienced this on Facebook, which I deleted. I deleted the Facebook app from my phone because I don't use it. And I don't, I really don't use it. But there are some people that still try to contact me through um, the messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my floral business or whatever, and especially family, like, you know, extended family members or anything like that. And so I haven't, I didn't delete my account. And so usually I get a notification that there's a message, like it'll send me an email and then I'll get on my desktop version of it. Mm -hmm. are, you, do you, are you like this or do you have it on your phone? Um, I have it, but I just don't check it that much. Right. And so Facebook, I mean, I feel like they're all like on these different levels, all the, all of the mm -hmm. social media, but Facebook is just one that is not really my go-to platform. Now, that said, this has happened the past few times that I've been on it. Mm. On the news feed, I will start to scroll and I see something that really makes me... Um, Your blood boil? Yeah, my blood pressure goes through the roof. And I think, <laughs> what is this person spouting? And then this is what happens. Here I get is. popcorn and get in the comment section and I'm <laughs> like, okay, what? And I see people's reactions and I'm just like, oh my God. And people are so mean to each other. And, and they say anything and everything and filterless. I, I am talking that this is mostly about po politics. Mostly. The ones I'm talking about are all political actually. And um, about specific politicians specifically and I'm watching and it's really funny because I grew up um evangelical Christian so my Facebook is comprised of like very very right-wing people and very very left-wing people from my more adult friendships right. and then my my younger uh, acquaintances and friendships and it is like really pendulum swinging stuff like I'm not kidding I'm mm. not kidding I was scroll. I got on, this is really funny. I sent a screenshot of this to my cousin, Leslie. I got on face, I'm sorry, Instagram after the Greg Abbott, uh, the governor of Texas lifted the mask wearing law. Well, and so people had really strong opinions about this, obviously. And obviously. so the first one, um, is my cousin, Leslie, she post, um, like the outrage of this and it was like this this like meme about it and then literally the next story was this girl that I grew up with in, in church and she was like thank god it's been lifted it was like back to back and wow. I took screenshots and sent it to my cousin like look at the complete opposite things that I see on right. my social media in one second 
in one second. And so anyways, I'm saying that to say that I, I feel like, especially my Facebook page, I'm really seeing like super, super opposites next to each other. Mm -hmm. And so on Facebook, <clears throat> I'm reading, I'll be reading these comments. And when I do this, I don't do this a lot, by the way, I'm talking about the times that I have, which, and this is why I don't get on it hardly at all anymore, is I get outraged. Just like these other people are getting outraged. And the other week, this was like a month ago, I typed a comment. Amanda. Now listen, this guy was saying really outrageous stuff that was was really striking me as ignorant. And it's hard not to say something. And I just said something that was kind of, I, I, I said something kind of snarky. And as soon as I hit enter, I said to myself, you sang in a band with this drummer one time at a high school church. You don't know him at all. Right. And I immediately deleted it because I have zero connection to this person, zero relationship with them. My opinion does not matter to them, nor should it, nor should right. their opinion really matter to me in the sense that while well, I can be, can feel like maybe he needs, like he is wrong, I, that's, that's not the way to approach right. it. Well, cause no change will happen significant, like real change, right? Whether it's inside of one person's mind or heart or a huge systemic Epiphany. change, yeah. that's not going to happen by two people arguing on social media that knew each other one time 90 years ago. Right. Exactly. I mean, and, and the other thing I think about is when Brene Brown talks about how shaming someone is the absolute worst approach to seeing any kind of change. When we shame someone, they get defensive. They get aggressive. They want to protect themselves. If I, my snarky comment would, I know would have caused him to completely leap out at me in a, in a, um, aggressive, protective way, which it should have, right? I mean, like shame does that. I wish, what I was saying was actually, it was a small comment, but I, when I think about it, it would have definitely been shaming. And most of the comments are on social media. It's not about changing. It's not about having shame. a real conversation. It's about shaming someone because you think that they are so wrong. And now listen, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna preface this. I know I'm talking a lot, I'm sorry. I wanna preface okay. this because one thing that I understand if you're listening, that is really hard is that when you see something that no matter who you are, mm -hmm. it's wrong, like yep. ra like complete racism. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, do I call you? You want to call the person out because it's not a matter of opinion at that point, really. It's, it's about humanity and it, it being wrong on all accounts. It's like if somebody... You know, then like it's like like so if we think about something extreme like neo Nazis and and real racism, like these things are non negotiable. Like we can all agree that they're bad, and and I think, but but here's the thing: is I don't think that's the platform to change that person's opinion. So what I'm gathering from what you're saying and what I also think is that if we're wanting to be this bright spot in the world. And we're saying that that comes through this more um, like slow, authentic, conversational, relational thing. It's not that when you see those comments, you don't disagree or you don't want to speak up. 
but maybe if if it moves you that much which again on that episode um with susan david on the brene brown podcast um she talks about that anger and stuff it's not bad yeah. it's these emotions that we have are trying to tell us something. So if you are moved how you were saying, oh my gosh, I, I got popcorn and was watching them and I was pulled in and I got so angry. Well, why? What's it trying to tell you? And then you, you should self-reflect. You should self-reflect and then figure out a game plan mm -hmm. on how to um, react to that in a way that could actually cause some sort of relationship or or, so, or some real change because maybe right. it's not even that person but maybe the anger about that racism or, or that statement whatever it can cause you to get a part of something that's making real change yeah to be a part of the solution to then have that authentic goodness be seen because writing a comment even if it's good is not really being a bright spot well, in it's not the being world. Effective. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. And I think that this is this is really difficult because when people say these really abrasive things, it's really hard not to react, right? But exactly what you're saying, it's like the emotions that come up, this is when we do the work on ourselves, right? Where we say, why is this hitting so like, why is this making me so angry? What is this telling me about myself and my perspective? Right, and what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do from this point to, to make myself feel like a part of the solution to this problem? Well, and you know, if this is, if something like this is affecting you emotionally, that means it matters to you. Yeah. And if something matters to you, it should be shared in a place that's like a trustworthy space. I don't personally believe that you should be casting your your valuable opinions or your values or your the things that matter to you that you hold close to your heart your why you should be kind of casting it before the swine you know yeah that might not be the right word but I mean but then I think people would say but you there needs to be a voice of activism too you know, like how Martin Luther King says that the worst type of person is not the ultra racist. It's the moderate white person who does not act at all and right. says, well, it will get resolved or it's not that big of a deal or I don't really know what to do, but I am against it. What you know? I, all I'm saying, though, is that I think that means if it's something that vulnerable, then you sh you need to be placed in an environment where both parties can be vulnerable, like to a point where change really can happen, not to a place where you're talking about shame that's on the surface level where people are just yeah. back and forth. And and I will say this. So, you know, I said I grew up evangelical and my parents are, are my dad's a pastor, you know, and, and you guys have met my, my dad through the podcast. He's, he was one of our guests. And there are some issues politically that he and I really disagree on. But what I love and how it should be is that I can talk to my dad about these issues we disagree on and he can talk to me about them and we choose to really hear where each other's coming from and sometimes we can meet in the middle on some things and then sometimes we can agree to disagree but then if it's big stuff I continue to really try to show him where I'm coming from but it is a loving place and it's and because I think my dad is a wonderful person 
because I have a really strong connection and trustworthy connection with him that it's worth it to me to run a long game with him. Right. Well, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you have a, a holistic view of him. You, mm -hmm. Yeah. You've taken the time to get to know him. So his political opinion is a part of him, but you understand and know him as a whole, which actually, which is hard, is how all people should be seen. We should be yeah, well, and, but I was just going to say, like, another thing I was listening to with Brene Brown and, mm -hmm. and Oprah on Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> Me too, girl. Is, is that she's saying that typically you have maybe tops three people in your life that you can be that vulnerable with and, and go there with them. And if you have three, you've hit the lottery, right, where you can really open up and be 100% who you are. And, and so what? But think about the trickle effect of what you were even saying about your grandfather. If he was that authentic self with three people, his beautiful self, well, yeah. then they're... Right. I'm, I'm saying about, like, really making, like, deep change in a person about their opinions. But sure. that, yes, that's why I think it's two different things. There's the type of person that you go there with that you can open up and trust completely with your own stuff and they can trust you and that's very rare but then what we're putting out in the world as individuals really does affect people but that's a really long game mm -hmm. that's a really long game like my yeah. grandfather and stuff and that is those are two completely different types of relationships and they're both the type I really want to be like having yeah. and doing yeah do you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna um well, go ahead I want to read this quote because okay. I think that this is the perfect time for this one. Okay. I was, I was thinking it was perfect for that quote. Well, I was thinking about that one earlier, but then we went somewhere else. Okay. This, but you know what? This is organic, y'all. <laughs> these conversations. Go with the flow. We have these ideas that spark us and then we just talk about them. So, so that we love, okay, if you haven't watched the documentary on Mr. Rogers, um, I didn't really like the movie as much. The I Mr. Didn't Rogers for some movie. reason, uh, Tom Hanks scared me. Really? Yeah. Like he was kind of. There were like some zooming in parts where I was like, oh no, I don't want to look into his eyes that long. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we really liked the documentary though. A lot. And um, there's a quote from Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, that we love so, 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 so much. And I want to read it to you because it's exactly what we're talking about right now. It says, I believe that appreciation is a holy thing. That when we look for what's best in a person we happen to be with at the moment, no matter who it is, at the moment, the person we're with, we're doing what God does all the time. So in loving and appreciating our neighbor, we are participating in something sacred. Good Lord Almighty. And whether you believe in God or not, the idea of something sacred and pure. Right. Right. It's like where you you appreciate fully the person you're with in the moment, whoever it is, and you really try to see them and you really try to be there with them. That is so it's transcendent. Sacred. Yes. And if you if you are ever have those moments, which sometimes unfortunately they're rare, when you really are just with the person you're with, and I'm talking about a stranger, like when you really make eye contact with a person in the grocery store and you really care about how their day was, or you know what I mean? Like when you are in these moments and you're really there, it feels transcendent. Yes. And I, um, there in the David White book, Consolations, 
he talks about the meaning of everyday words and his his meaning of joy mm. is worth a read and it is almost exactly what you're talking about really it's these moments where they might even catch you off guard but you find yourself so present that it's like you've given a part of yourself away that is connecting with something else and it causes this transcendent moment kind of and mm. i think what Mr. Rogers stands for that we love so much is this, it's like, it's not toxic positivity, but it's like a, this slight where you choose to look for the good, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so by loving and being present, we're, we can experience something sacred, like what he's saying. And we hold that power within us, but yeah. it's hard. Well, and something that he is all about is, being slow yeah right mm -hmm. slowing down quiet and quiet and be yeah and and he especially he talks about it with children right that especially in their development they really need that slowed down and quiet environment to figure out things and they don't need like a million cartoons and all this stuff going on all these toys and all these bright colors anxiety yeah and but it's also like in humans it, this this year has kind of made a lot of us slow down more. Mm -hmm. It's picking back up. But especially at the beginning, we had to slow down. And things have become so precious. Like Maris and I went out to dinner on Friday night on a patio. And that was one of the first times we've done that. And every moment of that experience, walking home, eating our ice cream cones, like it mm -hmm. felt so precious and special because we were appreciating it yeah and you were you were being slow and you were being present in the moment yeah and i think these are those little moments like that they're the ones that caught they, they're the ones that stick with you mm -hmm. they're the ones that cause change they're the ones where 15 years down the line you know some will run up to you on the street like you said it might not have been because of something you know, I taught them. Yeah, that you taught them or some huge accomplishment, but that you were really present with someone and you guys experienced this moment of goodness and transcendent wonder. Well, and something I think about you, which is like something I really love about you, is that I really feel like people remember you mm -hmm. and pe people are really drawn to you because of your goodness and your kindness. That's me. <laughs> I'm serious. Like people, people that we've met, even if it's brief or whatever, you leave something with them. And it reminds me of my grandfather. Like oh. that's just very pure and Amanda. I'm so emotional. I don't know why. And I feel like our friend well, Hannah is like that, that. And I feel that way about you. I wish we well, could see ourselves how yeah. we see others. And you just like, when you meet those people who are really in the moment with you, it's, they stick with you, you know, and they make you feel good. And, and, those those little moments can like turn your whole day around if they you're can in, turn they can turn your life around um, yeah I mean not to be dramatic but you know somebody can have a moment with you that opens your eyes up and it changes the course of your day and then it changes the how you treated your partner that night and then it treated you yeah, know it just it's a starts, chain reaction yeah and I, now I think you should read the quote from oh really <laughs> Yeah, from a simpler way, which, hey, have we mentioned this book like a million times in this podcast? We yes. can't get enough of it. You guys this should just tattered. buy this book. It's like every page has a million gemstones. Yes. So, yes. 
the the quote that we were going to read is really summing up what we're saying about taking the time and being grounded with people and that that is ultimately what is the most um changing for you and the uh, and the other person um it says yet if we took time to ground our work in deep connections that engage us, we would be overwhelmed by the energy and contributions so willingly given. And to me, the so willingly given part is like where you're fighting on the social media about a topic and there's all this pushback and you're, no change is going to happen. It's like if you are creating the space where you're a part of something that you really care about and you're in a, the moment with people that that you are appreciating fully like the other one uh, the other quote you will be surprised by the overwhelming willingness to kind of maybe listen to what you have to say maybe be open to a different way of thinking maybe consider something they hadn't considered before and i think you know i i just said this to my dad on the phone i said i think individuals are so smart and then in groups we're so dumb i'm talking about me too <laughs> like you get in you get into this and i i mean group mentality thinking right where you just you you just like going with the flow okay we think this now okay all right and and really when you talk to people one-on-one -on -one, we're very smart people. We want, we hear what you're, if we, if we trust you, if we care, if you, if we think you care, we're going to listen. We're going to maybe try to take some of what you're saying. Like that is reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just not that closed off of people when it's a one-on-one -on -one or an intimate situation. Right. Because like we said earlier, people have to feel, um, the, the safe space to be themselves, to be vulnerable. And be, be feeling appreciated by you, making that holy sacred yes. moment. And that if, if you don't know the right answer, if you're not sure, or if, you know, what if you grew up in a way that they taught you all these crappy things to believe or whatever, and you're trying to figure it out. Like safe spaces with deep connections where you're grounded and you have some sort of Thing that is engaging both of you but you might be coming at it from two different sides I mean this is what we're interested in and it's the kind of people we want to be in the world and I do realize that while we're saying this about social media we are on social media and trying but to I will say something that you and I have talked about and this is something that we plan for the future of this podcast is um, we know that social media like growing your following and having all these connections online we don't like that. No. And let me tell you what, what we don't like about it. The energy put into what you have to do on social media to get a response from folks isn't worth it to us. And let me tell you why. Because the connections with the people that you're making are hardly connections. You don't know them. And, and Haley and I, that's not what we're after. And so I know this seems odd, but we have plans for our podcast growth to be personal and, yes. and you're probably in, thinking in person How? you'll find out because we can't so do it we're, we're we've been building up all of this stuff to be able to launch it 
once COVID things have gotten safer um, and more people are vaccinated. And so this has been a really big preparation time for us mm-hmm. um, for our next step of the podcast. But we we really are going to choose a different way of approaching building this community. And so for all of you who listen right we, now, we, we love that you share in these intimate conversations with us. And when you reach out and tell us that things mean something to you or you leave reviews about it, that really makes us feel like we're connecting with you, which is really hard, but that's Mm -hmm. all we have right now is, is kind of this digital connection. And we plan, and that's why we keep showing up every week is because, you know, it's not because we're checking our Instagram and we're trying to see how many followers we have. We could care let we couldn't care less yeah (laughs) our friend cindy grammar but i'm gonna tell you something i went for a walk yesterday ran into a few people on the street someone that i've never met it was the the aunt of our friend tana told me that she had been that she'd listened to the podcast and that it was more or less i mean which is so moving that it's a bright spot you know For for her and I've never met her, and I don't know if she follows us on social but media. You feel connected to right. her, but now I've seen her, I've met her, and so we're speaking and having these conversations because of those connections. Yeah, so we, we want to grow together, and we want to be a community together that is trying to be a bright spot in the world, and so. We're so excited about the next about the next step with our podcast and we're going to be telling you next week the new name of the podcast. It's going to have a little bit of a different more structured feel, but it's going to be the same just same us. thing, just us for we're all. Um, <laughs> and you know, we're going to make sure that we still live pretty. I know. <laughs> we're trying. We had to do a pledge. Oh. Okay, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America, and rarely in public is where we stand, one friendship, under God, indivisible, live party. That's like being a bright spot. Yeah, you look for the good out in the world. And just us for all. Alright, we'll see you. We won't see you, but we're going to be back on sometime. We're going to be back on next week with a huge reveal, name change, everything. Oh my god. Uh, Join us next week. We're super excited. Y'all have a great week. Bye, y'all.